Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. I have an email here that I want to read out, and I find it intriguing, particularly over the last few weeks of what we've talked about. Hi Niall, I listen to your show regularly and it concerns me when I hear that thousands of young people are marching for climate change, abortion, LGBT rights or indeed anything to do with the law. Although I'm a firm believer in democracy and I also encourage young people to get involved and learn about politics and social issues, I really don't think they have a mature awareness of how their future is shaped by the decisions they may or may not influence. The latest climate change debate is a classic example of how young minds are misled. Greta Thunberg has a huge following of young people who who hang on to her every word of doom and gloom. Uh, The young girl is very educated, but equally very literal in her words, and children are are in general focused on every... Uh, very much on a notion and don't tend to listen to opposing views. The problem with Greta's case is that the decisions being made around her influences uh, the young people and affect everybody and their future based on the ramblings of a terrified child. When I was 16, I was a mod and I was into fast motorbikes. I drank too much in fields. I wanted to try smoking joints. I'm now an adult and I don't care too much for bikes or scam music. I'm anti-drugs and I'd be horrified probably if one of my children wanted to drive a motorbike because of my views on life have changed. I see that some youth organisations and politicians are talking about lowering the voting age to 16. This would be disastrous. We have a balance of liberalism and conservatism, which is healthy for debate. But with kids involved, the balance would swing to the left and a recipe for disaster as we're already witnessing the social media with, or with social media and how that's influencing our referendums. Can you please ask your listeners if they would be happy to reduce the voting age, as I believe most people would be actually be opposed to it. Now, the Fourth Amendment of our Constitution uh, basically states, uh, 1972, uh, that you must be 18 years to vote in this country. It was reduced, by the way, whether you know it or not. It was 21 at one stage. I believe it still should be 21, but however, that's just my opinion. But they reduced it to 18. Austria became the first country in the EU to reduce the voting age to 16 in 2007. Uh, The Scottish did it too during the referendum in 2014. And the National Youth Council of Ireland which has led the campaign to lower the voting age recently, says a move would catch up with the fact that 16 is an age where teenagers currently gain important legal rights and responsibilities. The National Youth Council says they have a right to leave school, drive a car, enter full employment and pay taxes. So why not include the right to vote? And the Youth Council also maintains that young people are better informed with access to the internet and courses such as civics and political education now as part of the curriculum. And now in the United Kingdom, by the way, the age was lowered in 1969 from 21 to 18. Of course, we always follow the British. Two years later, we did. Uh, Scotland, as I said, in September 2011, it was announced that they would reduce the voting age for the Scottish independence referendum. In America, the 26th Amendment passed, ratified in 1971, prevents states from setting a voting age higher than 18, which is 18 in all states. Most countries have a voting age of 18, with the odd exception Either way, I think I was looking at Iran as 15 or something ridiculous like that. But do you think we should allow young people to vote in elections and referendums? The suggestion is that we should. I don't personally believe it would be a good idea, but maybe you think, based on what you've seen over the last two or three weeks with all these kids out, you know, chanting about climate change, do you think it would be a good idea? Or would that be disastrous? Let me know what you think. Should the voting age be lowered? Now, we'd have to have a referendum for it. Ironically enough, we'd have to vote on it as adults over the age of 18. We would have to vote on reducing that age because it's in our constitution. 
So how would you vote if there was a referendum, and there will be in the next couple of years, to reduce the voting age to 18? How would you vote? Would you vote yes and allow 16 and 17-year-olds to vote? Or would you vote no and leave it at over 18 or even higher? Well, what do you think? Let me know what you think. The number is 087-188-0008. Should we reduce the voting age to 16? Uh, let me go to Sarah. Sarah, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Sarah? I'm all right, thank you, Niall. How are you? Good. Sarah, is it a good idea? No. No, it isn't. Um, I think it's actually very manipulative. I mean, people of 16, they're children. They, they, they don't really know anything about anything, do they? And very few children in this country leave school at 16, really. They nearly all stay on... And 23, yeah. Well, they say to college now, 23, yeah, I suppose, yeah. Exactly. So, you know, it's, I think that's a bit disingenuous saying that they they can go and earn money. Yes, they can in theory, but they don't generally. No, they get part-time um, jobs. And you're not paid the same, by the way. The minimum age is lower no. when you're 16 rather than 18. Well, exactly. But they have no life experience whatsoever. Um, I get very angry when I see these children marching for climate change because... They know nothing about anything. It's not that simple. You know, it's all very well saying leave fossil fuels in the ground and all this, but they have no concept of... They have no concept of the fact that if you left fossil fuels in the ground right now, it would, mm. the world would go into a famine. Well, yeah, and we would all freeze to death. You know, it's, it, that's okay in India or somewhere where it's hot. But, I mean, they, they don't... Nobody has any alternatives. But the, these kids that are marching, they just see rainforest being flattened and animals dying and nobody wants that obviously but it's not that simple mm-hmm. and i get very resentful about these children turning around and saying oh your generation did all this you know it's it's a bit well the, well the argument is yeah. is the future is theirs now when we talk about say abortion or yeah. marriage equality Young people did shape those referendums because young people 17 and 18 years of age were the ones that were campaigning um, uh, quite a lot, actually. And obviously, only over 18 could vote. So literally, there was a huge vote between 18 and 23 because the colleges very much get involved nowadays in referendums where they didn't if you go back 10 or 15 years ago. So young people are being encouraged to vote now and they... And they'll claim it's our future. You know, if you're 60 years of age, it's not your future. You're going to be dead soon. Yeah, but we're not dead yet for a start. And, uh, you know, I still want to be warm and I still want to be able to afford fuel. I think the government are very cynical and they've manipulated these kids, you know, that because it takes the pressure off them as far as more pressing matters and more um, matters that affect the average person in the street, like homelessness and the fact that people cannot afford to buy a house and cannot afford to rent. And the fact that employment, I've no idea what it's like in Dublin, but it's very poor. In, in rural Ireland, in, yes. In everywhere except Dublin, but nobody ever says anything about that either, you know. And this is a wonderful thing, I think, for the government, because it's something... It's, the dis- it's a distraction, yes. Thing. Yeah, exactly. It's taking, taking the pressure off them. So, you know, if, if I was, thank God I'm not, but if I was a homeless person, I would be extremely resentful to see these people marching on behalf of uh, climate change and yet couldn't give a toss that I'm living in a B&B somewhere, you know. Mm. Okay, so, um, so do you, you basically see, well, what you see is that children are quite literal, uh, they don't listen to opposing views and they're very focused on one particular issue, whereas as adults we tend to focus on a lot of different things and we see the bigger picture. 
Well, we do. Plus, they don't pay bills. I bet half those kids went home from the marches and said to their mothers, oh, flick the oil on, will you? I'm a bit cold, you mm. know. Yeah, or can you I just mean, charge up my mobile phone, please, and use yeah. up more fossil fuel? Exactly. <laughs> you know, it, it, they don't get it, basically. They don't have to pay well, bills. Well, it's a kind of herd thing, have... isn't it? They follow yeah. the herd. They do. Um, I mean, look, we did that too. Don't get me wrong. I mean, when I was a young person, I had long hair. I was into rock music and, you know, and I had embroidery all over me jeans. When I look back Mm -hmm. now, when we all look back at pictures of ourselves at 16 and 17, we kind of go, what was I thinking? Because it was a trend. We followed trends. But the point was, you didn't have the power to do anything about it at 16. Mm. These kids, if they give them the vote, they will. And I mean, it's like you said about the the Scottish independence referendum. They lowered the age so they could vote. Well, that, to me, was totally cynical. That was disastrous for the Scottish because I I believe that the the young people came out in force uh, between 16 and 18, and look what happened. They didn't get their independence. Well, exactly, but I think the powers that be misjudged it. They thought they would. So they're manipulating again, you see, for their own ends. Mm-hmm. So these young kids, they're all giving them the vote if it's something they want. But I wonder how they'd feel if, if it wasn't. You know, it, it's kind of a funny thing. And just on another side of it, this is all academic as far as I'm concerned, because I won't be able to vote in any referendum because I don't have the vote. So, you know, they'll give it to school kids, but they won't give it to people who actually live in, who are grown up and, and live here and pay bills, you mm. know. Uh, and, and I'm assuming, are you still a UK citizen? I am, yeah. Okay, so what do you have, can you vote, you can vote in local elections, can't you? Um, well, it depends, you see. They, 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 they throw out voting cards to me if it's something they think that I will vote with them. They gave me a vote for the, um, for the marriage referendum and the, the abortion referendum, okay. which I shouldn't have had. But then things that they probably think the foreigners won't back them on, we don't get the vote. So, so, so you I, actually got you you actually voted in the marriage equality and abortion referendum as a British citizen. Yes, even though I shouldn't have. No, you when shouldn't I have. Went, no, no. But I had a card and I was on the list. So That's bizarre, isn't it? Me. And there were loads of other people like that. They in in the place I voted in, the the returning officer said, "You're about the fifteenth person who shouldn't be on this list, and yet you are." So. There you go. Right, okay. So well, that just shows you how the... Yeah, the, well, the, and the thing about it is, okay, that can skew the vote somewhat, probably not exponentially, but it can view the, the, skew the vote. But if you take into consideration that it would be an extra 140,000 people, roughly, uh, voting between the, between the age of 16 and 18 years of age, okay. I mean, yeah. that's quite a substantial... Uh, you know, that's a percentage, a decent percentage, if they all actively voted. Well, you know, this is it, you see, and and um, I mean, there are no prizes for guessing how they'd vote. Of course, they but they would lean to the left, obviously, yeah. and young people tend to lean. People are always left leaning. Well, most people would be left leaning when they're young, and then colleges because they're influenced by people around them and about the things that are affecting them right there and now. But as we get older, they say the human brain doesn't mature till you're twenty five. As we get older, we become more conservative because we have our own kids and we become more protective about society. Well, and also, you see, again, they're influenced by lecturers and other such people who tend to be academics, who, who again, tend to see things in black and white mm-hmm. and who are basically cushioned from the day-to-day realities. They tend to have good salaries. They have security of employment. Um, which your average Joe Soap doesn't have. Um, and, and we just don't, 
when you're when you have a home and you have bills and you go to work, you know, and you have children, and you have children, the mindset is completely different. And I really resent the fact that young people seem to think this is our future. Sod you, you know, we don't care if you've got another twenty, thirty, forty years left. We want to dictate to you how this is going to go, but they don't actually have any idea what they're going to do. No, it's it's kind of it's very much do as I say and not as I do. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Well, well, stay there for a second. Let me go to Morris. I don't want to focus too much just on the climate change issue, but that is one of the big issues that young people have been involved in recently. At Morris, you're on Classic Kids. Hey, dear Morris. Uh, redu- reducing the voting age. I, I don't believe, Morris, children at age 16, and they are children, that's what they are, I don't believe they're mature of mind enough to, to actually, you know, stick a tick on a ballot paper. Um, I think if they're, to me, 16-year-olds today are mature 19-year-olds of yesteryear from when me and you were growing up. I think they've come up in an IT world. I think they're more educated, they're more opinionated, and they want the future. Like when was the last time a 16-year-old came up to you and, and asked you a question in relation to, say, anything? Mm-hmm. You know, I think they want to do what's right. One of the things I've noticed about young children, and I'm, I'm watching these kids going around the world saying, listen, you know, you've been doing it wrong for over 40, 50 years. It's time to listen to people that want to make the world last. They see the earth in their eyes as being right for greed with everything that's been taken over, oil, ore, iron, everything, minerals, gold diamonds, whatever. So they've turned around and said, well, if this has been going on for so long, what about my grandchildren? Like, I believe that we don't own the earth. We're here to pass it on to the next generation. And I have grandchildren now, and I want to leave the world a better place and, and, and nobody would deny that we all yeah. want we all so, want the world to be the best place possible to live it. And, and, and by the way Morris nobody is suggesting by the way there shouldn't be an error we shouldn't use common sense be responsible etc how we treat the planet but I don't want to get too focused too much on the climate change argument but let's be clear about it Greta Thunberg is completely misleading thousands and millions of young children around the world with her doomsday statements um, well, you, you see, everybody hears a story. You see it different to me. I well, I don't. Well, I, don't. I, I, yeah. I see it the same as most scientists in the world. And most scientists in the world agree that we have to do something or that we, we believe we have to do something. But what that something is and what effect that something will have on the le- and how long the planet lasts is argued by many different scientists. But this idea that, you know, we're entering into, you know, population extinction, this is doomsday stuff. And... You know, and I heard her saying that um, it would be irreversible within 10 years. This is terrifying young people. Oh, you and, know. And, and they're, they're, they're buying into it hook, line and sinker. But they're not, mind the way, they're not doing anything about it because they're still going home and charging their phones and, yeah. you know, buying their Nike runners and everything else. So they're not, they're not willing to change their lives for it. But, the, po- the, but the point, I mean, let me not focus yeah. on that. Are okay. they intelligent enough? I'm not saying that they, they mean well. And they do yeah. mean well when it comes to, you know, marriage equality, when it comes to abortion, when it comes to all these different issues that they have a, a very liberal opinion on, young people generally. do You know, and they do mean well, but do they know enough? Are they mature enough? Have they had some life experience? Isn't that the whole idea of voting, that we have a bit of life experience? Yeah, true. Um, well, believe what, funny enough now, I've just looked up something earlier on. You can get married at eight, 16 in this country with the consent of a parent. We can, no, at 16 with the consent of the circuit court. Yeah, exactly. 17 with the, 17, yeah. Yeah, so if they're yeah. trying to throw you into a marriage at 16, which nobody... Well, they're not. Nobody gets married at 16. Oh, only, okay. only members of, the, of a certain community get married at 16. I know of cases where people have gone to court to get married at 16. Very few. Well, I know of them. And yeah, I it, it, would be, it would be rare, but it's, generally speaking, many of the members of the travelling community tend to get married young and they would have to get consent of the court. Yeah, okay. I think we have an awful in this country 
of uh, do you know what we're trying to climb over now, your generation and my generation? A child should be seen and not heard. I think we have an awful habit in this country of putting young people down. But I'll tell you one thing, I don't think there's one scientist would stand up and say, Greta, you're talking a load of bullshit. No, because, they're, no, because they, they're afraid to say anything, because if they do say anything, unfortunately, you're seen to be picking on the 16-year-old. Yeah, and, exactly. and nobody is saying, nobody's saying she's talking bullshit, nobody's saying she's not a nice kid and an educated kid and everything else, but what people are saying is she's a very vulnerable child being put in a very difficult situation and her parents should take her home now at this stage and, and basically shield her from what is happening to her. Now what's happening to her is she's being abused online. So that, that should stop. Oh, she's well able for us. I, she's I don't, never, she's not, a, she's not able for it. I think so, but she's she's, she has autism. Online. She's not if able hate, for it. Uh, well, look, at she sees the world different to me and okay. you. Do you know what I mean? Because of the Asperger's. Yeah, okay. not, not autism. Asperger's is a high-functioning form of autism. Absolutely. I have a son with autism. Yeah. I have a son with autism. It's under the umbrella of autism. Uh, but, 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 yeah, but the point, the point is, she is being, she should be shielded from the abuse that she's getting and she's not. And, and, yeah. and I don't want to, as again, I don't want to get into this conversation today just about her because well, I'm, I'm yeah. only using that as an example because he used it in the email. Yeah. I mean, I, generally speaking, for shaping the world, be it about climate, be it about abortion, be it about LGBT issues, do you yeah. believe that we should be allowing people between 16 and 18 years of age to have a vote? I think so, yeah. 140,000 young people coming into the voting scheme is not a big lot. What's the main vote in this country? Two and a half million every time we have an election? No, you wouldn't, you wouldn't get two and a half million vote, vote people voting. Many you, would you, you, voting you, I think the, the, the best you're probably going to get is probably about 1.7, 1.8 million vote people vote. I don't so think you 140,000 children is a drop in the ocean, as you call them. Well, I, call I don't them know, actually. Sure. I, I got Helena to look, actually. The, the marriage equality, I think, was, or the, was the abortion was the biggest turnout. If you could just have a look and see how many people actually voted, because you have to take into consideration the population, the amount of people under the age of 18 who wouldn't have voted. So I'll find out exactly. And then the, the turnout for the vote is usually in and around the 50 to 60 percent at a good vote. Yeah. So let, I'll have a look. I'll ask Alina how many people, and we can work out a percentage of 140,000, because young people tend to be the ones to vote, Morris. They, they will exactly. go out and vote. Yeah, because they want their future now and they're willing to speak up for it rather than, like you said, the regime that went on here. Imagine we lived in a country when a woman got uh, married, she was told to give up her job by the state and by the church. When you say, say, imagine we lived in a country, you make it sound like it was an awful place to live in. It wasn't. That was just the way it was, Morris. But it was wrong, Noel. No, 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 no. Hold on. It wasn't wrong. It was wrong by today's standards, absolutely. But by the standards of the 1940s and 50s, it wasn't wrong. I think it was wrong because okay. you should never tell anybody what to do with their You life. shouldn't. You're, You're right. right. You're right. No, exactly. By, and I know that. And you know why we know that? Because we're mature adults and we know that. Yeah. Um, and, we've, and we've lived through those times. But the people who lived in 1950 where the man went to work, and we're going to be talking about that later on, the woman stayed at home and cooked the meals and how dare she step out of line or even have an opinion on life. That was the way it was. That was just acceptable yeah. at the time. And don't forget the other side of that when the husband comes home full of drink and basically yeah, well, the, well, the, this is your was bed and line. Yeah, well, there was never a stage when that was right. Well, exactly. So that's, yeah. where, that's the background we're coming from. So the kids today growing up don't know anything about that, and rightly so. So why shouldn't they stand up for themselves and say, do you know what, I'm Irish, I'm proud, I'm 16 going on 17, I want to say what's going on in my country and I want to have a say in it. Is that a fair point, Sarah? No, not really. Because they're children, they don't get it. They, they read and they're told all about this uh, climate change and everything else, but they don't have the maturity and the life experience to make a proper decision. And, and quite honestly, Morris, I, I kind of disagree. You say there's about 140 
possible voters there. And it won't make any odds either way because there's so few of them. But that's not the point, is it, really? Um, That's just indulging them. And and for my money, young people nowadays are indulged enough. They're far more pampered and protected. And they don't have the life experience that we did even. I mean, my generation, I started work part-time at 12 years old. And I worked all the way through my secondary school. And I worked all the way through college. And I, I would agree with you, Sarah. Actually, contrary to what Mara says, I believe young people back in the 1950s, 60s, 70s, maybe up to the late 80s and 90s, probably were more mature in mind than the 16 and 17 year olds nowadays. Well, they were. I mean, when I was 17 doing my A-levels, which is like the leaving cert here, I ran a restaurant at night. They wouldn't do that nowadays. They no. couldn't. You know, Most of them, they're, so too, they, they're too protected to do things yeah, like that. they are. They, they don't even walk home from school, half of them, even if they only live 200 yards up the road. Because something you know, might happen to them. <laughs> yeah, something might happen or they might get wet or, you know, there just isn't any, they're just exactly a snowflake generation. You know, they're easily offended themselves, but they don't tend to worry about offending other people. Uh, let me go to Anthony. Anthony, you're on Classic Kids. Anthony, why don't people in this country want to vote? I don't know. I just, it just depends on whether it's a trendy issue. If it's a trendy issue, it'll be fine. But if it was a presidential election or a European... Even general elections are low turnouts, generally yeah. speaking. They're not great turnouts. I mean, the best yeah. turnout we've had was, well, I think the Maastricht Treaty was quite high, uh, but I think the uh, the abortion referendum was probably one of the highest turnouts we had. Yeah. Third highest, actually, yeah. Agree. I agree with everything that that Lady Sarah said. I think that that whole, actually, Lady Sarah sounds very regal, doesn't it, when I say it like that? Lady, <laughs> that woman, Sarah. Sarah, yeah. I agree with everything that she said. People say, Mara said that this, they are, these are the smartest generation ever and they're more educated than ever and this, that. They are not. When I was going to school and when I was going to secondary school and primary school, if you wanted to find out something, you had to go into the library and look up a book, not press a button. Nothing is recorded in their heads now because they don't have to research it, you see. But the, but the, but the problem is nowadays, and, and don't get me wrong, they have information at their fingertips, is that a lot of the information is agenda-driven. So you will get information from one website that has a particular bias or another website that might have another bias, whereas in our day we went to a library and looked up an encyclopedia which was impartial. And they're all in social groups with people who obviously are like-minded, so they don't hear other opinions. They're in echo chambers. They're only listening to other people with the same opinion. They don't have a balanced opinion or a balanced view. And on top of that, it's been proven for decades that the brain isn't fully developed until 25. So if Morris thinks it's all right for a 16-year-old to vote, well, maybe we, how would he feel about a 16-year-old being allowed to drink and smoke and go into nightclubs and into pubs? If well, you can't drink and smoke until you're 18... Well, hang on for a second and stay there, please, Sarah, because I want, I'm interested in Becky's point of view. Becky, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Becky? How are you, Niall? You believe the older generation should be removed and not vote at all? Well, look, it's at a stage where referendums now are, they're all to do with future, say, changing the constitution, you're changing the law, you're changing whatever it is for future generations. It's, it's you know, it should mm-hmm. not be put into their hands. It's the 16-year-olds are the ones who are going to be growing up in a world with same-sex marriages and abortions and 
you know, they should be given a choice if they're going to... But we're still living... I mean, I'm I'm the older generation. I'm 56. I'm not that old, but I'm 56. We're still living here. Those things still affect me. It's still... You know, I'm still living in this country So and this society. So everything that happens, I'm affected by. Because I have a daughter, I have a son. I will have grandkids, hopefully, in the future. You know, so I'm still I'm still here, Becky. I know you are, yeah, but you're not going to be having any um, any abortions anytime soon. No, but I might have a daughter who might need one. I might, you know, I don't know. I might have a granddaughter that, that might need one. And she would vote in that referendum, don't you agree? Yeah. So you you don't think I should have a right to vote in those referendums? Oh no, I do. I do. Well, I do. what was the cutoff age, Becky? Well, what? like when you're talking about say ages up to the age of say eighty five, ninety, or. You know, well, so we should, so should 80-year-olds have the right to vote taken away from them? Not taken away from them, but maybe, you know, it should be in a stage where, the same as what I believe in a, in a driving licence situation, there should be kind of competency, not competency testing. That's but, disgusting. Only for the 80-year-olds, we wouldn't be here today and we wouldn't have the country and the constitution that we have. I mean, that's disgusting. In other countries, the older people that they get, the more they're valued. That's a real disgusting paid fifty years of tax and insurance and everything so we just, we just yeah, to make we, it what it is today. Yeah, we just write you off. Yeah. Well I mean, off and die, like. say sixty five and I didn't say go and curl up and die. Well sorry, well hang on, Sarah wants to say something. Sorry, Sarah, go I, ahead. I, I think that's shocking. Talk about the throwaway society. You know, sort of oh yeah, you've you've um You've lived you've, your life. You've <laughs> lived your life, you've contributed to the country, you've paid your taxes, now go away. And yeah. let us do whatever we want to do. I mean, what do you? That's, How that's old? Are you? Sorry, I'm just curious, Becky, and I'm, I'm not demeaning or patronising. How old are you? Sorry, I'm just I'm twenty-eight. Okay, so, yeah. so you're tw- so you're not a young girl either, right? When I say no. you're not a young girl, you're twenty-eight. You've, yeah, I mean, you're quite entitled to vote. You're quite mature. You know what's going on in the world, um, and I don't know. I think to me, it sounds like you may be quite liberally minded. Um, I'm assuming maybe this is a bad assumption for me to make. Did you vote yes in the last two referendums? It did. Okay. Well, that was a good assumption for me to make. But if, now, if we were to um, allow uh, 16 to 18-year-olds, they would probably all vote yes in those last two referendums. 33% of the population voted no. Now, they weren't all older people. Some of them were younger people too. But it's good to have a balance in society where you still have a bit of conservatism uh, and conservatism and you still have liberalism as well. So we have a balance and we can all talk about things. But that's uh, for the sake of the two-year age gap that it is from sixteen to eighteen. It's a huge gap. That's a the, huge. It, there's a big difference in a sixteen-year-old and eighteen-year-old. I believe so. I believe, personally speaking, eighteen is too young. I believe you shouldn't be allowed to vote till you're twenty-one. That's just my personal opinion. Should they smoke and drink when they're sixteen as well? So yeah. But well, I, it used to be the case, and then they then they changed it. So I mean, obviously that was done for for valid reasons. I have three kids. I don't kids. Agree with thinking they're smoking at any age. I do think they should probably be put up to 21. No, that's not what I asked you. I said, do you think that a 16-year-old is mature enough to drink and smoke? No, that's what I just said. I think it should be actually raised to 21. I'm agreeing with you there because that's nothing, you know, again, that's... But if they can vote, they should be able to drink and smoke. They're adults. I mean, we believe, well, scientists believe, Becky, that the human mind doesn't mature till we're 25 years of age. Now, of course, we're not going to leave drinking and driving and smoking and all those things till we're 25. We, we trust people over the age of 18. Um, but mind you, I, I like you, I think it should be 21, but however. Uh, not driving, obviously. Uh, drinking and smoking and all those other things. But in saying that, you know, when it comes to voting, you're changing the country. 
it's a very serious, I mean, it's a very responsible thing to do. And you're having a huge influence on how the society, society is shaped. So the, the average 16 year old I know, the average 16 year old I know can't even clean their room for God's sake. I mean, what were you like when you were 16, Becky? I know I wasn't capable of voting when I was 16 years of age. I was more interested in Pink Floyd and ACDC. So was I, frankly. Yeah. But, uh, like, it, it, wasn't, it wasn't aimed at people in my age group. You know, we weren't taught about politics. We weren't, we weren't taught how to do any of that sort of stuff that, you know, 16-year-olds nowadays are all, all into, do you know? Well, the, the, it's, it it's all well and good being... Ac- it's all well and good academically knowing about it but having a mature opinion on it is a very different thing and Anthony made a good point if they're in colleges and schools they're in a kind of echo chamber but if 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 16 year olds don't care about the result of the referendum then they're not going to vote in the first place it's only 16 year olds who care and who do the research and who actually want to you know have a voice in it are going to go and vote I didn't vote myself until the first referendum that that came up that I cared about but that's not very responsible either is it but again, it's not something that was... That Did was you not there. vote in the last general election? In the, no. See, you shouldn't own... This is this is where we go wrong in this country. You shouldn't only vote about things you just care about. Because those other things that you don't care about affect other people too. And that's why we have a duty and a responsibility and a constitutional responsibility to vote. In some countries in the world, you'd be fined if you didn't vote. Becky, did you vote in the um, divorce referendum? I did. You did, okay. I'm just curious. I'm just curious. Did you vote it? Because if you if you had his head, no, I'd say I hope you never need it. Uh, let me go. Let me go to uh, Niall as well. He's been waiting ages. Sorry, stay there, Becky. Niall, you're a classic kid. How you doing now? Hi. Uh, I'm just laughing at this. Um, I really, I think it should be lowered. I think um, that the uh, when it comes to referendums, they um, they should it should be lowered. Because they would be more interested when it comes to their their own future. See, a referendum directly affects society, whereas a general election doesn't directly. We rely on the people we vote for to make the decisions. Yeah. So I wouldn't have a huge objection, although I don't agree with it, if they decided to say reduce the voting age for local elections. That would be different because other people, adults, are still making decisions. But well, when, no. when you're allowing young sixteen-year-olds, like not adults, they're I mean, not adults. Just- what do you mean calling them not adults? They're not adults. What are you I trying mean, to say? Doc, that was so... Now you're being silly, Niall. 16-year-olds are not adults. Uh, come on now. We, come on now, nothing. <laughs> they're not adults. They'll, when they're 18, they're adults. Sorry, Becky. Are you getting angry? No, that's what they are when it comes to flights and everything else. Well, that, that's only because people want to make commercial profit out of them. Um, 16-year-olds are not adults. Look... They're a lot more mature than they I don't care to. how mature I, they are. Niall, I think it's crazy. That your generation were, were fine at protesting when you were younger. Absolutely. Your generation were the hippies. We were? Yeah. So okay. you're being quite hypocrite. But you I, know, but I, I, was a, I was a hippie when I was 17. I had long hair and I had the bicycle, the bike jacket and the embroidery and all that kind of crack. 
Yeah, and I bet you were against the war in Vietnam and all the rest of them. <laughs> Flower power, free love. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, but so like say, you, can't, you can't say that you though, you guys were entitled but to I, vote in the Absolutely, the young but, uh, but I aren't. personally believe, uh, speaking, I believe you shouldn't be allowed to vote till you're 21. That's just my opinion. Well, I was, when I, when I received How old are you, by the way? I was delighted to get a chance to vote. How old are you now? 36. Right, okay. Well, okay. I was going to, I thought you might have been a bit younger like Becky. No, no. I'm I'm the tail end of the millennials. Right, okay. So, well, you know, you're not yeah, the tail end, the end of the 30s is the millennial. Becky is right in the middle of the millennials. She's a millennial. Mm. And I th- I kind of think Becky, you know, Sarah kind of had it in a nutshell earlier on. The, the millennials are a bit spoiled, Becky. Ah, oh, come on now. Well, we didn't spoil ourselves. Now somebody spoiled us. <laughs> oh, right, <laughs> she's got you there. And no, but you in, know, in relation to the club, well, you're probably right. Actually, yeah, I spoiled you, and <laughs> uh, not me personally, not you, your parents. But, but saying that, when it comes to say the climate change and these people, that this is why we brought up the, the conversation because somebody wrote into us about the, the young people and the climate change and all the rest and the way they shape the world. And you know, I mean, these are the same young people, Becky, who won't, as Sarah said, they won't walk to school because they might get wet. <laughs> you know what I mean? These are millennials. Or they're post-millennials, aren't they? Yeah. Well, they would be post, yeah, because what I, I was told, if I wanted to lift to school, back when I was in school, I was told no. So, do you know, it's, it's who's who's buying the, the big jeeps and, and dropping all the kids to school one by mm. one? And, you know, there's no carpool and nobody gets the bus anymore, nobody bikes anymore. But that's, the kids don't make that decision. Do you know, if you're going to school, you're anywhere between the age of five and six to 14 to 18, depending on what way you do school. Yeah, I mean, I mean, somebody said, now, will you stop calling 16-year-olds children? Why? Mammy gives you a lift, you know? 16-year-olds are children. Yeah, well, Mammy did give most of them a lift nowadays. Mammy, well, Mammy and Daddy, let's not be sexist. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me go to... Well, stay there. I wouldn't call them children. Yeah, they are. Why wouldn't you call them children? Because you want to redefine language. Stephen, you're no, on Classic no. Kids. Sorry. I'm saying that they're... Well, when it comes to you know, how up-to-date they are. They are very... Uh, well, misinformed a lot of the time, by the way, but however, up-to-date on the latest PlayStation game. Being, uh, this whole... Uh, you're just on your agenda with your climate change. I'm not. I'm not. I'm, forget, I'm trying to keep... I'm pushing people away from climate change for the last hour. I don't want to talk about climate change. I'm sick talking about it. <laughs> Stephen, sorry, go ahead. You're on Classic Hits. You've got 60 <laughs> seconds. Hi, now. Well, I keep thinking of President Bartlett's quote from the West Wing, decisions are made by those who turn up. But I think we're focusing on the wrong thing. It shouldn't be the age of the voter. It should be the competence of the voter. I've always been in favour of something like a voting licence, that before someone votes, some, they do some... A reasonable intelligence level, yeah. Yeah, to show, yeah, to show, to show, that what, what, to show what they know, yeah, that they have some ability of understanding what they're talking about, whether in a referendum or, in, for that matter, in a general election. A 16-year-old could be far more clued in than a 30-year-old, or vice versa. I think the age is the wrong thing to focus on. I mean, we need a licence to drive a car, you need a licence to have a dog, you need a licence to have a TV. Respon- voting is a huge responsibility and can have a huge impact on all of us. So I think there should be some form of basic test so at least we know the people who are voting understand how our democracy works and what they're voting on. Yeah, I was getting a Chinese takeaway the other day and there was a lane beside the Chinese takeaway and there was a load of scrouts hanging around in the lane staring at me and they were calling me names. I don't know what they were up to. But anyway, they were just looking for a fight and I was looking at them. They were all aged between 14 and, say, 17 years of age. And I looked at them and I'm going, these clowns in the future will actually vote. 
somebody would allow them to vote. They looked you like know, they didn't know they couldn't count their fingers. Don't mind vote. Generation were saying the same thing about you, though, Niall. Ah, they weren't. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't. You know? I was into Pink Floyd. I told you already. I was. I didn't hang around street corners. Oh, no, come on now. Sorry, Becky. Yeah, another brick in the wall. Oh, yeah, well done. Thanks, Becky, for that one. All right. Uh, yeah, Stephen, I wouldn't be... A f- that's that's a good idea, I think, an exam, but I still think I wouldn't let anyone under the age of 18 do that exam. Yeah, well, look... I, well, I would agree with you. I think 16 may be a bit young, maybe 17, but I think, that, as I said, the more important thing is the ability of the person to understand what what they're actually doing rather than the actual arbitrary age. People mature at different ages and also girls tend to be maybe more mature than boys at that age. Mm. So I wouldn't have a problem with the age. I, I, I would have the problem with the people not understanding what they're doing and the impact they have on all the, on, on all the rest of us. Imagine some clown like, all right, I'm going to vote in the next referendum. I should I just bleed and vote, yeah. Imagine there's people out there like that actually do vote in this country and they could shape the future. Uh, thanks, Noel. Thanks, Becky. Thanks, Stephen. Uh, keep texting. The number is 087-188-0008. Niall doesn't want young people called children at the age of 16. He says they're adults. Would you stop? Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hit.